My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast. Whether you're brand new to the show or you're a seasoned vet, it would mean the world to me if you took just one minute to share this episode with a friend or a colleague who could benefit from what you learned today. And don't forget to also click the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice, because the more subscribers we have, the more that iTunes and the other platforms recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which is a special episode where I provide my and my team's articles in audio form so you have the opportunity to walk and listen instead of sit and read if that is your preference. My hope is that you're going to use this opportunity to get up and step away from your chair for the next 20 minutes and build the habit of moving more, whether you're working, stuck at home, or otherwise. The following is a reading of Debbie Germino's article, Struggling to Do It All? Try Being First, Three Strategies to Reclaim Your Time and Sanity When Working From Home, which you can read at optimizeyourself.me slash being, and that's B-E-I-N-G. I don't know about you, but my brain is like an endless news ticker, reminding me of the growing tasks, activities, ambitions, and must-dos that I need to accomplish to prove my worth as a human. No sooner do I start one checklist item, and I'm already thinking of the next. It's been ingrained in me that striving, achieving, and accomplishing must be happening at all times. No longer are we human beings. We have become a society of human doers. We glorify those who do it all. Our hailed celebrities aren't famous for doing one thing. They are famous for doing a bunch of things. If you look at Oprah Winfrey's Wikipedia page, it says she's an American talk show host, television producer, actress, author, and philanthropist. Oh, and they left out magazine publisher, network owner, an Emmy and Oscar award winner. We see this in the entertainment industry all the time. Editors are becoming directors, directors are becoming producers, actors write, direct, and produce. There is no end to the skills and abilities we should add to our list of credentials. And that's just our careers. If we want a family, a social life, and a healthy body and mind, the time required to maintain these things is often in great conflict with our career demands. Even during a pandemic, with commuting being taken out of the equation for many of us, we are still rushing around, getting the household chores done, making sure kids and pets are settled all while trying to make it to the next Zoom meeting on time. We've lost all boundaries between work and home life. There is a perpetual open sign hanging on our computers that taunts us all hours of the day, inducing guilt if we ignore it and burnout if we obey it. Many of us are facing career transitions, either voluntary or involuntary. 
and the options of where to focus our time and energy are overwhelming at best and debilitating at worst. We should update our resumes, revamp our portfolio websites, reconnect with contacts, reach out to new contacts, but not before researching thoroughly the exact right person that can help us with our next career move. Oh, and that doesn't even cover the technical skills we should brush up on or the interview skills we should polish. Ugh, my head is spinning just writing all of this. One thing I've learned in over a decade of mindfulness training is that where there is overwhelm, it is helpful to name it. Having a term for what we are experiencing normalizes it, and it creates space around it so it's not so constricting. The name for this crazy, incessant pressure we feel is time famine. It's a real thing, and thankfully, there are ways we can reduce it that don't involve cutting your sleep to four hours a night. Time famine is stealing your happiness, but there is hope. The term time famine was coined by researchers in 1999 and is defined as a feeling of having too much to do and not enough time to do it. That pretty much describes the feeling I've had my whole adult life. I'm encouraged to know I'm not alone. The Forbes article, Is Time Famine Starving You? How to Satisfy Your Hunger for More, reports that, quote, 66% of wage earners say they don't have enough time to be with their children and spouses or to spend on themselves, end quote. And it turns out that this feeling of time famine does not bode well for our mental health. Researcher and author Ashley Willens wrote a book titled Time Smart on the research she conducted, and her findings show that people who feel time famine experience lower levels of happiness and higher levels of anxiety and depression, experience less joy and more stress, they laugh less, they exercise less and are less healthy, their productivity at work is diminished, they are less likely to help others, and they lose sight of what's truly important to them. I can attest to many of these results when I feel overwhelmed and strapped for time. So what do we do about this? Hope for a time-making machine so we can have 32-hour days? Parkinson's law states work expands to fill the time available for its completion. To put it simply, this tells us that longer days would not solve our problem. Luckily, we don't need a time machine to reduce time famine. All that is required are three simple practices that will help calm the mind and increase your happiness. Number one, align your values with your time using the ABCs of meaning framework. Number two, practice being over doing with mindfulness practices. And number three, create a time windfall list so you have healthier ways to spend pockets of time when you'd otherwise waste it. Number one, focus on doing things that fulfill you using the ABCs of meaning. For centuries, humans have been contemplating the meaning of life. Aristotle and the Stoics bestowed the virtues of eudaimonia, the search for dignity, authenticity, and meaning. Viktor Frankl teaches that seeking meaning is humanity's prime motivation. Carl Jung wrote, meaninglessness inhibits fullness of life. When we align our time with the activities that give us meaning and fulfillment, we naturally feel more relaxed. 
The trouble happens when we are out of touch with what gives us meaning. Our values get murky with external influences that create misalignment leading to time famine. Although there is no single formula for determining our values, there are some key ingredients that point to a well-balanced life. By finding the balance of each, time famine transforms to time affluence. These key ingredients come from author Bruce Failer in his book, Life is in the Transitions. He calls them the ABCs of meaning. He breaks it down simply. A equals agency, autonomy, freedom, creativity, mastery, the belief that you can impact the world around you. B equals belonging. This is relationships, community, friends, family, the people that surround you and nurture you. C equals cause. This is a calling, a mission, a direction, a purpose, a transcendent commitment beyond yourself that makes your life worthwhile. Each of us needs all three categories for a well-balanced life. But what he found in his research is that we are constantly weighting and reweighting these elements in response to life events. Not only that, but we each prioritize one over another so that one person may be agency first, while another person is belonging first, and still another is cause first. Naturally, they are followed by a secondary and a third priority. For example, one person may be a CAB, while another may be a BAC. After reviewing the ABCs of meaning below, which resonates most with you? Agency first. An agency first person is someone who wants to feel in charge of their life and wants a sense of control. They are planners, builders, creators, and doers. Pablo Picasso is a good example of an agency first person. He wanted control over his work to create in his own way and on his own time. Belonging first. Belonging first people are defined by their relationships and connections in their lives. They are dominated by love, community, and personal support systems. Jimmy Stewart's character, George Bailey, in It's a Wonderful Life, is an example of this. He sacrificed his own desires to stay home and run the family business while his brother went off to war. And cause first. Cause first people are driven by passion and purpose. They believe in a higher power, even if that higher power is the universe or a higher version of themselves. They prioritize supporting causes, mentoring, caretaking, and volunteering. Martin Luther King Jr. is an example of a cause-first person. He sacrificed his own well-being and many of his family needs to fight for civil rights and race equity. Once you recognize your dominant category, while still understanding you need all three, you will better understand how to balance your time. If you are feeling time famine, it is likely that these elements are out of alignment for one of the following three reasons. Number one, you're not spending enough time on the dominant category. Number two, you have goals that are competing for time. And number three, you are transitioning to a new dominant category. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this article reading. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life. 
because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders Brad Thomas and award-winning editor Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras, it's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's article reading. If you are a belonging first person and you are spending all your time at work and very little time with friends and family, you will naturally feel time deprived because you aren't getting meaning where you primarily need it. Sometimes this is an easy fix once you realize where you need to reallocate time to feel more balanced, but other times it's more complicated. A research paper published in 2015 in the Journal of Marketing Research found that when people perceived that their goals were conflicting for their time, that stress led to a feeling of time scarcity. For example, maybe you're a belonging first person that's trying to get a promotion at work which will ultimately serve your family better, but in the meantime, it's cutting into the time that you spend with them. Researcher Jennifer Aker proposes a solution to this in CNN's article, How to Fight Time Famine and Boost Your Happiness. Quote, when you feel time pressure, try to reframe the goals you have so that they are less competitive with each other, or identify activities that satiate multiple goals at once. For example, volunteering at a nonprofit with a friend allows you to strengthen relationships while also doing service, end quote. In the case of the belonging first person wanting a promotion, you might look for ways to ensure quality time with family as opposed to quantity of time. Make sure when you are with your family, you are only focused on them for that period. Leave any devices, phones, and distractions out of the equation and fully engage with them. 
Being present and mindful will provide more meaning so that when you are at work, you won't feel the void of disconnection. Another reason for misalignment and time famine could be that you are shifting dominant categories. Failure refers to this as shape-shifting and reports that it happens several times in life. Frequently, these shifts happen during life transitions or big events, such as a wedding, an illness, a new career, or um, living through a pandemic. An example of this would be someone who is career-focused and agency-first, who becomes a parent for the first time and finds that he or she is now shifting to belonging-first. With the pandemic causing production shutdowns and reduced work opportunities, many of us are scrambling to find any work we can, which causes shifts in our values. Or maybe we're taking this moment to explore another career or a new genre of work we've always been attracted to. No matter the case, it's useful to keep in mind the ABCs of meaning as we navigate new territory. Understanding where we derive the most meaning in life agency, belonging, or cause, can help guide us in the right career direction and point to where we may be misaligned. If indeed you are shape-shifting, it's natural to feel out of balance when this is happening. You'll feel a pull towards the new direction, but it feels awkward and uncertain, causing more time famine. You'll be recalibrating your ABCs of meaning, and it will be an adjustment to find your new ideal balance. The first step is to acknowledge the shift and practice patience with yourself as you make the transition. Honor the feelings that come up and give yourself permission to be uncomfortable. The next step is to find help if you need it. If you are tackling a career transition in the entertainment industry, the Optimizer Coaching and Mentorship Program is designed to help you navigate this new terrain with networking and marketing strategies tailored to your specific needs. Whether you are shifting shapes, reconfiguring your goals, or finding new ways to be more present, the transition won't be immediate and time famine will still be present. During this time, mindfulness can help alleviate the pressure, release anxiety, and even bring some joy into your life. Two, focus on being more mindful and doing less. As a culture that glorifies doing, it's very difficult to sit and do nothing. As contrarian as it sounds, it takes effort to do nothing. It feels uncomfortable, and quite frankly, it feels like a waste of time. But what if the very idea that we have to be doing all the time is the reason we are so stressed? The Forbes article, Is Time Famine Starving You?, makes a case for this idea. It says, quote, When you take occasional pauses, a calm state nourishes your famished mind and body, providing you a chance to rest and digest. Your heart and respiratory rates slow down, your mind clears, and you're more productive. End quote. Giving yourself permission to do nothing without accomplishing, achieving, or striving for just a few minutes a day will go a long way in alleviating time famine. For example, what do you do when you get an unexpected pocket of time? Maybe a Zoom call ends 20 minutes early, or you're waiting for a producer to give you notes in half an hour. Do you fill that time with other work, catching up on email or paying bills? Or maybe you fill that time surfing the internet. 
or more likely doom scrolling on Twitter. Filling these little pockets of time with endless tasks makes us think we are accomplishing more, but in reality, it's keeping the nervous system cranked up, perpetuating the feeling that we have to continue being busy. These small increments of busyness are the equivalent of junk food for our time and for our brains. This is a phrase that Dr. Lori Santos, Yale professor and host of the Happiness Lab podcast, refers to when she talks about time famine. Things like doom scrolling and fitting in one last email between editing sessions are not healthy ways to spend our time. Instead, she recommends healthier options like taking 10 deep breaths, stepping outside for fresh air, or even doing stretches at your desk. The idea is to engage in activities that allow the nervous system to rest and recover. The brain functions best when it's relaxed, producing the ideal environment for creativity and efficiency. Finding healthy ways to promote this state of mind will decrease that underwater feeling that your perpetual to-do list induces. Research suggests that experiencing moments of awe help to expand the perception of time. Things like watching the sunrise and sunset each day or gazing at the night sky for a few minutes during an evening walk. The game changer for me in helping relax my mind and reduce overwhelm has been practicing meditation. I notice a distinct difference in my mental well-being when I take time to meditate in the morning as opposed to when I don't. This doesn't have to be a huge chunk of time to have noticeable effects. Pausing for just a few minutes to focus on the breath or the body is enough to signal to the brain to relax and reduce the volume on the relentless monkey mind. Another meditation technique that will increase focus is to use a mantra. You can choose one specifically to remind yourself that time is on your side. A simpler phrase such as create space or be where you are can be a gentle reminder to slow down, loosen your contracted muscles, and open your heart to a more abundant attitude. The mantra can also be used outside of meditation and can be repeated any time of the day when you're feeling time-strapped and anxious. These simple practices will relax the nervous system, allowing you to increase your creativity and reduce the time pressure that sucks your energy away. Three, become aware of how you spend your time and make small shifts from doing to being. Now, the obvious question you're asking is, how do I find time to do these practices when I already have too much to do? Like we say here at Optimize Yourself, you don't find the time, you prioritize it. The first step is always awareness. You have to be aware when you are caught in time famine. Then you have to remember the practices that will help reduce that feeling. Without that, it's too easy to reach for the junk food activities and forget about the more nutritious ones. One suggestion to help with remembering is to create a time windfall list. This idea comes again from researcher Ashley Willens in her book, Time Smart. She suggests writing a list that consists of healthy ways to spend your time and keeping it handy so when unexpected time arrives, like waiting for notes, you have a quick reference for some healthy options. So some example time windfall list ideas 
are things like taking 10 deep breaths, going outside to get some fresh air, doing five minutes of stretches at your desk, watching the sunrise or the sunset, meditate, recite a mantra such as create space or be where you are, listen to a song that makes you happy, Try spending 30 minutes free from media, internet, TV, phones, or music. Go for a short walk outside. Play with your dog or your cat or your child. Memorize a favorite poem, a quote, a passage from a book. Do 20 jumping jacks, push-ups, or squats. Try some gardening. Or try doodling or drawing on paper. Once you have the list... Keep it somewhere handy, like on your phone, at your desk, or post it on the wall so you'll see it and refer to it throughout the day. Then start small and commit to doing just one item per day. At first, it's best to pick a specific time during the day that you'll do the activity. That will start to create the habit and get you thinking about how you're spending your time. It's no different than keeping healthy food around when you want to reduce the amount of junk food you're eating. Make it obvious and clear so the choice is a no-brainer. Slow down and do less. The pace of society is constantly signaling us to speed up and do more. This has created a habit of being busy. But this habit is just another part of the hedonic treadmill that will never be satiated. If we perpetuate the habit, it will only lead to burnout and exhaustion. The antidote is to slow down and practice the steps outlined above. Determine your order in the ABCs of meaning. Are you agency first, belonging first, or cause first? Then plan your time accordingly. Be conscious of shifts and transitions that may be causing imbalances and competing for time. Try combining activities to fulfill two categories at once. Then practice being over doing with mindfulness. Meditation promotes relaxation of the nervous system, which will enhance creativity and reduce anxiety. Experiencing awe will expand your sense of time. Choose nutritious activities over junk food for your time and create a time windfall list so you remember what the healthier choice is. Finally, prioritize your time to try one activity per day from your time windfall list. Time will expand as you slow down, and you'll appreciate the small pleasures of simply existing in the world. If we all learn to strive a little less, be a little more, and align our time with our values, we could shift the zeitgeist of our culture and enjoy the freedom of time. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo-Driven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I've been to health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly 
constantly repairing and rebuilding. And the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating. Unfortunately, as the years have gone by, every day getting out of bed, it's like, you know, two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps. And that I thought you just sort of live with now. But yeah, once starting the collagen daily or near daily, it's just gone. So for us, job 1A here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed, 100% pasture-raised cows. And then the second thing, if you're actually going to do it every day, it needs to be simple. It needs to taste good. Well, my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE, on either a one-time purchase for that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high-quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. I hope you enjoy the reading of Debbie Germino's article, Struggling to Do It All? Try Being First, Three Strategies to Reclaim Your Time and Sanity When Working From Home, which again, if you're interested in reading, can be found at optimizeyourself.me slash being, B-E-I-N-G. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.